0: I so want to talk to you guys today about a topic that a lot of people struggle with, and that's people-pleasing and always saying yes to other people. Did you find yourself where you continuously say yes to other people over and over and over again, where it seems like you don't even make time for yourself? Maybe you found this in the toxic relationship. Maybe you found this with another person. Maybe this has just been part of your life of always saying yes to everybody always being like, oh, yes, I can do this. Yes, I can do this. And this concept has kind of been pervasive in all of your life. Now, getting to the place where you continuously say yes to everyone else, and as a result, it ends up hurting you, hurting your production, hurting your ability to heal, hurting your growth, hurting your journey moving forward. We see this a lot of times where people work on saying yes to everybody. Maybe you've been in the relationship where if you didn't say yes, you were the one getting in trouble. Like you were the one getting abused. You were the one getting punished if you didn't say yes to this other person. So you became a yes person. But you're always saying yes to other people. Yes, I'll do this. Yes, I'll do this. Now, once you consider it being on a scale, on like a balance going back and forth, and on one side you have others and one side you have you. And every time you say yes to others, it lowers you. Every time you say yes to, uh, yes to you, it lowers others. I want you just to picture this for a minute. Because if you can picture this idea of you saying yes to others and you even valuing others in a certain extent, what does that actually do to you? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC. You see, this hard concept is how do I actually say no? A lot of times I get people that they're like, I have this problem. Like, I don't know how to say no. I just say yes and I figure it out. Or I say yes and then I'm screwed because I can't figure out how to put this in my schedule, how to make it work, how to actually come through on the things that I've said I would do because I just said yes to everybody. And so the hard thing is being able to take a step back and being like, wait a second, what is your guest actually doing? Is it actually helping you grow or is it providing more chaos in your life? What is this actual piece? Because it is hard to actually learn how to say no. It's hard to be able to bring it into your vocabulary because you're like, ah, this feels weird. It feels like I'm giving up on the other person. It feels like, I, like they're not actually like, like I'm not the way that I want to be, right? Like, I, that's not who I am. I don't say no to people. I don't, I don't push other people away. That just doesn't seem very kind. I want you to consider this thought today. And if you don't hear anything else, I want you to consider just this. Say, you're not saying no to another person. You're saying yes to yourself. You see, so often we have this shifted completely the wrong way, completely in a confusing way. Where we're looking at it and we're like, oh, I can't say no to this person. But the problem is you're saying no to yourself. You're like, well, I, I need to say no to this person, but I can't. And as a result, you end up having this happen in your life. I can tell this really quickly with anybody I work with. If I ask to see your calendar, if I ask to see like, hey, what does your Google calendar look like? What is your paper calendar? I can I can tell like, hey, what is actually going on in this? Because it's really easy to be able to see if you actually value you or if you value others, where you actually plan time for you, your healing, your growth, your change, your development, unless we actually see that being something that's intentional A lot of times it doesn't happen. But the thing is you have to be able to learn how to say no. The frame that we kind of flipped the other night whenever I was on a call with a couple of people was walking through this idea of instead of it being you just saying no to everybody, it's you saying yes to you. That's the difference. If you can capture this shift in perspective, it can oftentimes help you get to a place where you're not beating yourself up for saying no to other people. But instead, you're encouraging and validating yourself by saying yes to you. This is why it's important to have a schedule. This is why it's important to put things in your schedule. You can have an appointment with yourself. Be like, hey, I need to grow, change, and develop in this area. I'm going to read this book on development. I'm going to work on this piece. I'm going to be inside this challenge. I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to have this, but I'm going to put it in my calendar. So people are like, hey, can you do this right now? And you're like, oh, sorry, I can't. I actually have something on my schedule right then." And it starts to have you prioritize your growth, your change, your development. Otherwise, it becomes easy for it to just slip to the wayside. Like, it's not that big of a deal. It'll be fine. And at the end of the day, it's not actually helping you grow and change and develop because you're not making it a priority. So what do you prioritize? Saying yes to others or saying yes to yourself? What would happen if you just shifted the frame of that thought, of that idea, and you started thinking, hey, I'm not saying no to other people. I'm saying yes to myself. I'm prioritizing that in a positive way. What would that actually look like in your life? How would that transform what you're actually seeing and thinking and feeling when you become a priority? The problem is you haven't been a priority in a while, not in other people's lives and not in your life. and As a result, it makes it really hard to grow, change, and develop. This is why some of the base structures that we have inside Raw Motivations with people that jump into our seven-day challenge or go into our 45-day challenge is starting to build these habits of you investing into you. Because until you start to see the other side of the coin of like, hey, if I invest in myself, this actually changes. My life actually gets better. I'm able to break free. I'm able to rewire the story, get out of the trauma bond, break the rumination. If, if I start doing this, it actually works. But that investment has to be with you. No one else can do that. No one else can save you. No one else can make you do that. No one else can push you forward. It has to be an investment that you have in you. So where are you at? What does this look like in your life right now? Are you continuing saying yes to other people and no to yourself? If you look at this on a value scale, you're valuing other people and you're devaluing yourself. Instead, we want to be able to say, hey, let's say yes to you and prioritize your growth, your development. If it's not something you're scheduling in, if it's not something that you're setting aside time, that you're blocking off time of like, hey, this is my appointment with me working on this. You're like, that seems kind of cheesy. Well, it doesn't when you go to work because you set it up for you. You say, hey, this is when I'm going to work. This is when I'm meeting with clients. This is when I'm making these phone calls. So what does it look like in your life personally for your own development? That's the place where you need to be able to work through and be able to see. Your videos have helped me stop lying to myself and break free of narcissistic husband. So grateful. Awesome. I'm glad to be able to hear that. What are your thoughts on mutual friends that sided with the narcissist reaching out a year after discard? So if they're mutual friends and they sided with the narcissist, they're no longer mutual friends. At that point, they're flying monkeys and they've ascribed to that reality and they're not willing to actually see the truth. Why narcissists acting off and on in the relationship when they're in the mood? Uh, A lot of times it's it's whatever's going to serve them in the moment. Mine is, quote unquote, repentant. We separated now he's not wearing his wedding ring. So he's not really repentant and he's not really caring about you. He's probably just out there not wearing his wedding and trying to get some. Okay, because the narcissist will try to look repentant, try to fit the mold that you want them to fit in that moment and still go do what they want to do. Why narcissists tell, Oh, I lost it. Um, can I ask if you have ever had an affair? I'd like to know about it from your point of view. So yes, I have. Uh, very open about that on a lot of platforms. So I've had a total of five affairs before true transformation started to happen, before I stopped lying. Five affairs. That's a piece of people are like, oh, like your wife's an idiot for being with you. No, that's why she left. That's why she broke the trauma bond. Because she wasn't seeing me step up as a man. So there is no point in her being here. She finally had enough. She was like, this is it. I'm out. This whole aspect of a narcissist trying is False. There's no trying. You're either doing it or you don't. How to remove someone from your head even after two years. Part of that is talking about rumination. That's what we dive into with the Clarity Challenge. It's rewiring the thought process, rewiring the story that you tell yourself. Is it bad to have a narcissistic friend, casual friend? If you have boundaries and they're not be abusing you, then no. People laugh at us because our narcissist is undiagnosed. And day, it doesn't matter doesn't matter if you have the label, if you don't have the label, how is this person demonstrating love, care, respect? If they're not, why are you with them? Like, we want to see the aspect of like, if we have the label, then we can leave. If we have the label, then we can figure it out. Stop worrying about a label and start focusing on what is demonstrated.